0: Hi there, this is Elliot J O'Neill. Welcome to Thrones of Game. But before we get into the podcast today, I want to tell you about our upcoming project, Pulp Fury Radio. Our new podcast anthology series featuring all original stories in classic pulp genres like sci-fi, noir, horror and fantasy. If you're looking for an escape from the everyday, then you're looking for Pulp Fury Radio. You can find out more at PulpFuryRadio.com with the first episode coming soon to wherever you get your podcasts. But now, our feature presentation.
1: Hello out there in the realms of the living. Welcome to Thrones of Game, the only Game of Thrones podcast that dares to watch the show backwards. If you've never heard the show before, you've made some dumbest decisions in your life, and I'm glad you finally turned your life around. But honestly, it might be a little too late. No, I have faith. Just keep on that path. You'll be fine. Don't worry. Then let me explain. My name is BT Calloway. I've already seen the entire show, but joining me is Elliot J. O'Neill, who has only ever watched the series for the first time ever in reverse order. Elliot, how are you?
0: I've also made some dumb mistakes.
1: Haven't we all? I mean, we, we just grow as people. Yes, we just watched season five, episode two, entitled The Wars to Come. Did I write episode two? No, that's season five, episode one, entitled The Wars to Come, <laughs> which means we've just capped another season. Woo! Woo! And to all those critics who thought we'd never make it this far, I mean, we don't, I mean, we literally don't take feedback on this show, Mm-mm. so, um... They do they exist?
0: Besides, so we're still halfway there. We're halfway yeah. there, but uh, yeah, but
1: that may, must mean we have our ceremonial whiskey tasting. So woo! we have the Johnny Walker Song of Fire. Has a very nice red bottle. Very good dragon so Let's just.
0: Mm. Well, we have actually already sampled it pre pod. We did. Yeah, because uh, I made a big old shepherd's pie tonight. Oh yeah, and I infused some whiskey in the tomato sauce.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. indeed. Well, let's see how it goes. Raw. Hmm. Raw. It's fucking neat. God, where's my brain?
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's a little bit bitier than I remember. The song of fire, uh, ice being.
1: Yeah, song of ice was very light. This is a lot more. There's a lot more fire in this one. To be fair. Yeah. Kind of lacking something. I wish it had like some cinnamon or something that's like a real nice, you know, heft to it. It's uh, it's fine though.
0: It honestly. Mm, It just actually, maybe it's just a label, but it just reminds me of Johnny Red.
1: (laughs) It is pretty Johnny Reddish. Maybe a little bit better, but Uh, I haven't had Johnny Red forever.
0: No, I'm not a fan. (laughs) Get it for the
1: bottle. The bottle's real pretty. Mm. Or, you know, get it for your shepherd's pie. Whatever.
0: Yeah, like it didn't offend the shepherd's pie. It went well, but yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, just not great. Anyway, let's get into our podcast proper, in which we must ask, Elliot, what just happened?
0: Well, it's actually funny that the Song of Fire should be like a metaphor for season five of a, as a whole, because mm. I've been looking forward to, yeah, uh, trying this whiskey for a very long time. And uh, now that I have, I'm just, uh. <laughs> yeah, it was better in a pie. Yeah, it was all a bit yeah Like this one was no better. <laughs>
1: yeah, this was just continuing. I yeah. guess it was just more
0: of. Like I don't know if it's actually more or less boring than any of the ones I've seen in comparison. All I know is it's pretty consistent with what I've seen.
1: Yeah, season five, a lot more of a snoozer than I realized in this retrospect, but uh, that just means there's more and more good stuff in the f- remaining four seasons, surely. Yeah. Or are they all bad? Is, is, was Game of Thrones ever good? I don't know. I, <laughs> this is weird. We're viewing things backwards. Such an interesting and fascinating perspective. If only we could listen to the entire series. <laughs> Available now. Now, for these play, those of you playing at home, this is uh, Tywin's funeral, and Man's Raider gets burned alive, but then gets shot by an arrow at the end. Mm. That's kind of it for like, major plot points. Oh, this is also the one with the very beginning, which I'm going to just skip ahead to my own notes of uh, MVP, which was where Seesaw Lannister, or a younger version of Cecil Lannister, creeps through the woods and finds a witch and uh, has her fortune told by her.
0: You liked this bit? Yeah, sure. Sorry for taking a drink at the same time there. <laughs> Whatever. Renegade <laughs> podcast.
1: We make our own reels. Pew, 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 pew.
0: <laughs> oh, this scene seemed so dumb. Like... <laughs> I do remember it
1: feeling more revelatory at the time. I think because it's you know got some uh, what's the word metaphor. It's like your children will have golden crowns in reference to their children's gold hair, and you know gold shrouds in which you know they're all dead. Right. Maybe it's just because originally when I first watched this, I was like, "What the fuck? Who are these people? What's going on?" And it's like Cersei. Like, ah, oh, you got me, show.
0: Right. Maybe- and also,
1: um, the witch they meet is hot. And I've been grossly misinformed about witches.
0: <laughs> I was actually wondering if they were going to do a, like a reveal that that's actually the red woman or something. Cause, That'd be neat. Yeah, her powers are vague. I don't know. It just, again, maybe I'm writing in the wrong way. Mm. But like th- the act of having someone say the things that have already happened mm-hmm. as like it was already always told seems dumb to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, a tiny bit. I do really hate it. This happens in a lot of things when she's like, I need blood to tell your fortunes. They always prick the finger. Why does no one go for like the back of the hand or something that's not going to bother you? You know how annoying a cut on your finger is when you keep reopening it because it's like you're mm. doing stuff. It's like, ah, oh, goddamn. <laughs> they always go for like the palm or the finger. No, use something. Use like a, I don't know, shin.
0: I was waiting to find out that the whole blood thing was actually irrelevant. Like, yeah. well, maybe it is.
1: Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> witches. Maybe <they'd> weird.
0: <laughs> Like she can always tell the thing, but you know, if she can do it for a spot of blood. Well,
1: yeah, yeah, it's all right, all right. So that was my MVP. What about you, LHA over Neil?
0: <laughs> <laughs> my MVP. I
1: have a, I have a hunch for one. If you don't have any,
0: a hunch one.
1: Uh, one I feel like you would have enjoyed based on previous criticisms.
0: Mm, let's say uh, Tyrion vomiting.
1: Oh yeah! Because I know you hate it when in movies someone vomits and it's clearly just a mouthful of stuff, but mm. then you have got the flip side of you have to do like a side-on tube vomit, and that's never quite as realistic. This was a realistic amount of fluid that seemed to come out of uh, actor.
0: Yeah, actor Peter Dinklage. That's it. I'd really, lo- I'd love to find out if that was method, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I actually gave him a nickname in this moment oh, as yeah. well. What'd you get? I had Barney
1: Yes, it's been a while since we had a good Dinklage nickname, and I'm on board. Barney sick I'm down
0: Uh yeah I don't I don't know man uh, MVP God no <laughs> like even the actors I like to see again you know um they're just scenes were just very mediocre
1: yeah a lot of a lot of talking in this one a lot of looking at things a lot yeah. of like Tywin Lannister is laid out with those stupid rocks on his eyes that look like they're painted like eyes and they just look hilariously stupid
0: way to undercut any emotion that you're going to try and pull out of the scene where yeah. yeah seesaw looking at lamey janitor going you know he always loved you more than anybody in the world. And he's- and- it's got fucking googly eyes yeah, staring just... at him. <laughs> the sound of googly eyes. Oh man, they're just such a jokey prop. I just ugh. Mm. What a decision.
1: Yeah, and even the lead into that was kind of funny because, well, first of all, we see the man that I will come to know as Stab Face, uh, who Arya kills. I'm like, hey, it's Stab Face. Because mm. I can yeah, on the first watch through, I could never remember like when he got killed. I'm like, okay, who is this guy again? And now every time I see him, it's like, hey, I know you. <laughs> you have eyes again. Look at you. Look at you having eyes.
0: I'll Keep an eye out for me. I know oh, you will, me. <laughs>
1: uh But also like when Seesaw is walking up to the, the chapel and the guy's all like, oh, people have waited and come from all seven kingdoms to this. And she's like, well, they will wait while I go say goodbye myself. And she's like, oh, but, but all the people. And she's like. Mm. That's like what the guy's like. Yeah, they came all this way. Just wait five minutes. How long do you think she's gonna be? <laughs> it's her own father, of course. You get why you're all like, oh no, you have to let them in immediately. We said gates at seven. Yeah, you have to stick to the timetable. I don't know what the fuck was this. <laughs> so to me that was funny, and then we get into googly eye funerals, which mm-hmm. is also funny, and uh, a little bit from the books that unfortunately didn't make it in was uh, apparently when uh, Tywin died, they uh, the the arrow that killed him nicked his bowel. and so the entire funeral smelled like shit. <laughs> So there's a little, I wish that was kind of in there, like at least some guests going, Oh (laughs) Um,
0: Oh, man, yeah, you're going to give me a show with vomit and you're not going to do poop jokes as well? God damn
1: it. It's a natural thing and it's hilarious.
0: May have enjoyed this episode a bit more.
1: Yeah, never forget the poop, it's important. Oh man, okay. Well, if that's your MVP, Zion, we must ask our next question, nudity!
0: That was a little bit.
1: A little bit i got gonna say very man butt heavy episode. Mm. So if you like yourself some man butt, there is some, you know, uh, what do we got here? Some that guy I can't remember the name of, who's banging Daenerys, who changes actors next season.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's you yeah, know got some butt, uh, and also uh,
0: like wildly different people as well. Yeah. like they didn't really try to match them at all.
1: <laughs> no, not at all. But we'll get there. It's a yeah, very different dude.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, Oliver as well. Not a very well maintained butt, I must say. It was uh, very blonde and curly.
1: <laughs> well, man, that's, they didn't have ye old manscaping.
0: <laughs> well, I, I thought that's like how Game of Thrones love to look. They love nothing more than fucking bouncing a bit of light off an ass cheek. And it's just weird that this one's like obscured by blonde, curly butt hair. <laughs> I mean, I got nothing. So, uh,
1: also get a bit of what's his name? Loris Tyrell. He's in bed with his lover, and uh, Marjorie just walks in. It's like, damn, girl, knock.
0: Yeah. And then just sits
1: down. It's like, bitch, please.
0: Um, if this is the case, I might have a joke. Is this the same guy that played Iron Fist?
1: It might be. I don't know. So you're going to be like Iron Fisting?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, you telegraph that pretty heavily, man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's a the bit...
0: iron fist. Who will sit on the iron fist? <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, you got me. Um, yes, made it work. Yep, and you know this is where we see, I guess, the all important birthmark that betrays Loris later on. Mm. I suppose this is a thing, whatever. Yeah, even though I was like, oh yeah, this happened, and this this walkthrough, I was like. Okay, I've I've seen that now. Yeah. Uh, just more curious as to why Marjorie Tyrell just walks into her brother's room, sees him nude with his boyfriend, and just sits down and is like, Can you leave now? Like, just start
0: this-? snacking on some candy plums. Yeah,
1: just really rude. What are you doing?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. And he just like takes a nude walk out, like a nice little naked butt walk, and it's like does anyone, like, what is outside this door? Just straight into the hallway, you're going to be parading about What's your,
0: Just they, put pants on They clearly have an uncomfortable amount of comfort Between them though, because he yeah. doesn't really slow down When he clearly hears the door opening
1: Yeah, I know, either he can't hear that door Which is impossible, because it's one of those big Medieval doors, that make a, yeah. l- makes a lot of noise uh, Or he just don't care I don't know Maybe it was like, uh, waiting for someone to go I've come to clean the pool
0: <laughs> Ew of what? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have pools back in this day. Pool usually refers pool, to...
1: Pools are not hard to make. It's a pit in the ground full of water. I'm sure they had some version of pools back then.
0: I think we've seen Moat, fountains. Then. I don't think we've, we've seen, seen pools. We've
1: seen- How how can you figure out fountain and not figure out pool?
0: Like, I mean, I know a pool is just a fountain with people in it. Maybe but... People
1: are just like, look at that. He dug a hole, filled it with water. It's a pond, you dickhead. <laughs> What's a pool? Piss off. Yeah. All right, well, that's just, they were just very backward back then.
0: Oh, uh, actually, yeah, we've seen. Oh, but that's a lake. Anyway, whatever.
1: <laughs> now I can't remember I was talking about that. Oh, well, oh, yeah. Then the loot starts going. Mm. I mean, he can't fix the copy, because right, they don't, definitely don't have those.
0: So they didn't gonna... figure out p- pools, they didn't figure out wire pedals yet. Exactly.
1: Well, you know, I assume the wire pedal is just universal, but whatever. <laughs> Other than that, we've got...
0: Loras Tyrell, right? Yep. Fuck, all that time, and yeah, finally. Yep, that was him.
1: <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Your iron investing works. Yep. Well done on a joke you should have researched beforehand. Yep. But you know what? Renegade podcast. <laughs> we do what we like. Uh, the other bit of nudity we get is when uh, one of the Unsullied goes, walks down a street of prostitutes, and there are some boobs, and then one of them just goes to a woman and just has her lie with him and just stroke his ear lovingly and then gets his throat slit.
0: Yeah, it was one of, like... <laughs> Because it was hanging on that lullaby scene and the stroking for an uncomfortable yeah. amount of Which time. Which I choose to like,
1: believe is the Old Spice theme. <laughs> <laughs> Prove <laughs> it d- ain't.
0: Well, yeah, it could just singing at a half <laughs> speed. How does the
1: melody go? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Sad Old Spice theme. Yeah. Do- dou- 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 <laughs> anyway. <ofThis Powers> <radar> nope, it's
1: too jolly. It right? it couldn't have been.
0: Anyway. But it hangs on it for an uncomfortably long amount of time where, yeah, you're just like... <laughs> I know it doesn't look that bad, but mm. I feel like it looks bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, when you're like, I can see way too much throat. Something is going to happen to that
0: throat, isn't it? <laughs> that totally took me by surprise, i got to oh, really? say. Oh, okay. I thought that was just going to be, yeah, an uncomfortable fucking kink scene. But oh,
1: I'm- okay. No, no. It's hard to have kink, sing, see, ah, kink scenes when you don't have a dick. Yeah. So, not hard. Hard. Not impossible.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, they do bring that up later. Yeah, and Oh,
1: mm. well... Not Unix. I think Unix have the whole lot gone. Whereas, technically, I think Unsullied still have balls, but I don't no. know. They never really address it. They vaguely address it.
0: <laughs> I'd appreciate I'd appreciate a diagram.
1: I mean, I would not.
0: <laughs> but I did find it funny in that scene when yeah, uh, Sunday was inquiring about why a, a dickless man would go to a brothel and. Mm-hmm. Um, like, in that scene where she arrives and she goes, I want to talk to you alone, like, I gotta say, I respect the army for being mature. Yeah. You know, usually- They're all like,
1: woo, Grey Worm's got a girlfriend! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they're all like, okay, we'll walk out, thank you, Grey <laughs> Worm.
0: Yeah, like, they were very well behaved about that, I gotta say, respecting that army.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, a, they're a weird lot, the Unsullied, but mm. I'm on board with most of them. No. Right. Um, yeah, we find out that guy's name was White Rat, so apparently that's their naming convention of colour pitiful animal. I guess, so Black Mouse, probably <laughs> out there, that's almost cool. Um,
0: Again, another thing we should have prepared is the, you know, um, birth month and first letter of your uh, yeah. last name, oh, like you know, what's, what's your grey worm name?
1: That might go on the socials on the uh, Simpsons Index, Instagram, <laughs> like and subscribe. Mm. Uh, we also see Cumbash as, uh, cause from last episode who was in this one, like, oh, he was in this before he was a, the guy we made fun of. Oh, uh, yeah. And before he lost his head. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he was there that's, uh, that's something I just did, this whole thing is like, hey, look, it's this person Hey, look, it's that person and yeah. I guess a season opener, you are kind of reuniting with all these characters after the gap Supposedly seeing what they're up to But there was one scene that was just Littlefinger and Sansa That was just, here they are And now we're going on about Podrick and Brienne hmm. And I was like, oh, wait, but just I, okay. And now it's, you know, Seesaw's cousin Lancel, I think, who's one of the Sparrows now Blah, 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 that's that whole thing And implies that he and Seesaw may have got it on
0: Yeah Oh, that's right. Yes. And she, yeah, gives him that wry smile when he goes, Oh, our, our unchristian activities or whatever he says. Yeah, like,
1: I have led you into the darkness. She's like,
0: Bitch, I led you. <laughs> no one leads
1: me, motherfucker.
0: You think cousin fucking's bad? Ho, ho, ho. Oh,
1: oh, oh, kiddo.
0: <laughs> she can do like that everywhere man song. It's just different <laughs> relatives. She's fine. I've done
1: everyone, man. Yeah, not, not as much fun and creepy.
0: <laughs> well, not everyone, just every relative. Yeah. That's cousin, 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 I... cousin, 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 <laughs> cousin, cousin, brother, cousin, cousin, cousin. Yeah, Nothing
1: cousin. rhymes with cousin <laughs> Fuzzin Nope Really?
0: I don't know uh, Cousin? Yeah, probably not <laughs> Dozen Oh, there we go Okay,
1: I, I solved my own riddle <laughs> Nicely done, me uh, Was there any other violence? I don't remember Other than the throat slitting of White Rat
0: Oh, the burning
1: <laughs> Yeah, the burning of man's radar um, I mean, it's kind of an interesting back and forth. There's a good kind of clash of ideologies where John's all like, you can free your people and lead them in. He's like, nah. Mm. They follow me because they, you know, they believe in me, and if I bend the knee to anyone I'm going to you know, ruin that. And it's, it's all good. And I do like he kind of ends it with "Of uh, if you don't get it now, I can't explain it to you. And he's just like, "Yeah, alright. Oh, I respect you, though. Like, oh, I respect you. Oh.
0: Yeah, I liked him fronting up to the cannons, just like, I've been looking after this old town for so many years. Good luck with it. And you know, yep. those are pretty cool parting words. Yep. Especially for
1: a guy who's, like, not trying to be all, like, calm. You can clearly tell he's panicked, especially when the fire starts closing in. Some some good death acting from him.
0: Well, actually, a common theme with this in the last episode is, yeah, him talking about that, um, oh, I'm afraid. And he's got no shame in it. Yeah. And, you know, the last time, uh, last episode, someone talking about, you know, uh, the power of fear and how important yeah. fear can be. Yep. You know, this show is surprisingly pro-coward. Yeah,
1: I know. And being a coward, I I feel supported.
0: (laughs) You know, we don't often get seen in a lot of these big bombastic superhero things. And And when it is,
1: it's usually in as a negative. But no, it's like, yeah, being afraid is fine. That's good. As we said at the top of the episode, making mistakes is also fine. Mm. Fear can be healthy and very useful. Uh, Yeah, cowards unite, but like separately in your own houses. Mm. (laughs) Because we're all scared of each other. Um,
0: Well, especially, you know, in these cowardice times.
1: Yeah, I know. Right now, being a coward is amazing. (laughs) All I want is to be away from people. It sounds great. Mm. But no, I have to go to work. Um, But I do like it literally comes down to Stannis being like, well, you can kneel and live or stand and die. Ooh, metaphors.
0: Oh, that's Stannis. Yeah. I keep going, who the fuck is Stannis Baratheon? They keep talking about. Stannis Baratheon,
1: that guy. Gravelly, pretty good voice. Did I see something happen to him? Yeah, he dies. When? (laughs) Uh, when he tries to attack Winterfell against the Boltons, and they just go- you don't even see the battle. Remember, it just cuts to the end of it. And it's oh, that mixed right. feeling of, I kind of feel let down that we missed a battle, but also I kind of like that's how easy it was. There wasn't even a scene for it. It was just, you fucked.
0: Right, because, yeah, the other week when we were playing that Game of the Throne game, they were talking about the Baratheons, and I'm like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: wait, yeah, that name keeps coming up, and it doesn't yep. feel like it played that m- much of a part in the its end.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's because they're all kind of, well, scattered and dead by the end of this season that we just watched, Yeah. and uh, we'll get more and more Baratheon as we go, but uh, Gendry's Baratheon, so the Hammer Time kid.
0: All right, next and, season, uh, more Baratheon.
1: Yes, and uh, in A, S- A Song of Ice and Fire, the tabletop RPG, not tabletop RPG, the tabletop miniatures game, I've got the Free Folk now, so that's my army. And
0: uh, Oh, you yeah. went with the Wildlings? Yes. Nice one.
1: Because they get giants, and giants are dope.
0: <laughs> awesome. Yes. Uh, Have we w- talked about that on this show, podcast no. yet? No, not too much. May as well. It's a season finale. Yeah. Sure. An unconventional podcast. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Renegade. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, Song of Ice and Sci- Fire tabletop miniatures game. Good fun. Uh, I only played like one game, but yeah. uh, could start picking it up. very It's got enough strategy to be really involved and interesting. Uh, apparently all the miniatures kind of stick to the law of the books and stuff, so... Certain armies can ally with other ones, but it can't have uh, units from opposing arm- armies unless it makes sense to the law. Oh. Yeah, which is interesting. And, yeah, I have I have giants now because giants are dope.
0: <laughs> yeah, so if anyone listens to this and The Simpsons Index, you'll know previous guests, Phil and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they brought around their miniatures and yep. showed us how it worked and then go, okay, now you play And I'm like, uh... And then you won. <laughs> and then I won somehow. <laughs> no I think I just flanked you good like I think I had a good sort of um, and you uh,
1: made an incredible dice roll on one of them yeah (laughs) all series of it was yeah
0: yeah that's right yeah it was all six uh, like because yeah it's played with a series of d6s and Mm -hmm. yeah It was just nothing under a four. Yeah,
1: it was amazing. (laughs) That's 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 dice for you, man. It's it's uh, the the chaos of battle as represented in adorable little dice.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I got to be honest. Like for the if if left to my own devices, I would not know how to fucking play that game. It's (laughs) only that we're being somewhat guided and sort of explained some options Mm. that they were given. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's complicated and I think I also came across a rule they were getting wrong. Oh, really? <laughs> I think so. Uh, but I'll get into that when we talk later, Phil. <laughs> ha! <laughs> psych! <laughs> I know he listens.
0: Well, yeah, I just, like, because I'm always intimidated by a very open board, you know, mm-hmm. nothing with squares that you're meant yep. to be on. I'm like, uh-oh. But yeah, I do like, like how it like, works with the rulers.
1: Yeah, it's handy. So yeah there's a definitive, yeah, it's Yeah, definitive as to where you are, how far you can go, and what's going on, but there's no strict guidance in terms of uh, squares on a board. Yes. So that has been Tabletop Talk. Yeah. TTT. New segment? I don't know. Hmm. I was trying to pitch a new... Because we were saying, you know, this is called The Wars to Come. And uh, they say it twice in this episode. There's a bit where Vera says it to Tyrion. It's like, I think you'll have a role to play in The Wars to Come. And there's a bit where Stannis says it to Man's Raider. I can't even remember what.
0: Stannis says The Wars to Come, too.
1: Yeah. Um. But I was like, still kind of a boring title. Uh, yeah. So I was like, okay, what's a better di- title for this? I want to pitch uh, Dragon's Den when Dan Brady goes oh, into, yeah. you know, where she's locked up her dragons. and They're all angry at her. And she's all, oh, I'm scared. I'm Dan Brady, but I don't have dragons anymore. <laughs> ah basically the extent of that scene.
0: I wouldn't have changed it too much. I think the title mostly works, but I just would have called it The Bores to Come.
1: Oh! Ah, <sighs> oh, man. talk about a song of fire. That's a burn. <laughs> um, yeah, Ice can I, burn too. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, fun fact Man, I just got like a scatter shot of random notes from here on out Yeah, pretty much And here they all are <laughs> uh, So when Tyrion's in a box, he's all, you know, sp- speaking to Varys And again, their back and forth is a lot of fun, as it always <laughs> is I think that's why it didn't land my MVP Is because it's just standard level of fun for them I expect that level of quality back and forth that we got
0: Yeah, but um, uh, we got a little bit of shit talk
1: I was gonna say, yeah, that was my quote of like, Do you know what it's like to stuff shit through an air hole? No, but I know what it's like to pick yours up and throw it overboard
0: <laughs> Yeah and the extra detail of on the outside of the box, you can see all the air holes have little bits of shit hanging off oh, the really? side of it. Yeah.
1: Nice. Way to go, props department.
0: He mm. mentioned he was shoving shit out shitholes. I wanted to see the shitholes he was shoving shit out of.
1: That sounds like a very bad tongue twister, but I'm a boy. <laughs> And just continuing shit talk, he's all like, the future is shit, just like the past. So. Mm. Well, you're prolific for 2020, you dick.
0: <laughs> Mood. Yep.
1: Uh, there's a whole bit where the harpy on top of the pyramid falls down dramatically, and I kind of wanted to see it unexpectedly land on someone, like, cross someone's carton of cabbages, and he goes, My
0: cabbages! <laughs>
1: you know, or like, two guys are moving a pane of glass. Yeah. And they're like,
0: <laughs> I wanted to see the uh, the wings, like, perfectly hit the wind and just, like, start flying. <laughs> they're like, it?
1: Oh, we did not think about this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who knew we made it so aerodynamic?
1: Like, I'll be honest, it's like medieval times. Engineers aren't really a thing. Uh, we kind of thought this would work different. <laughs> Turns out lighter than we thought. Yeah. Uh, uh, we were
0: just winging it. I, I, oh, hey, I didn't mean to do that. I we have invented puns. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that's a, a hell of a historic question for you. Earliest known pun.
0: Ooh. Um, I believe it was in the caveman times, and it went a little something like this. Ugh.
1: Oh, did they all like, oh, dude, really? <laughs> Actually, I suppose it was when the first father happened and then mm. immediately the dad jokes began. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Mm. Uh, uh, there's a bit where John Bum and Ollie are sparring. Although John Bum Shovey, not shown bum for a long time. He might be losing that nickname.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. and But he's got a bit of a bob cut. So I was trying to like workshop <laughs> John <laughs> Bob Cut Covey.
1: John Bob COVID.
0: No, <laughs> no, doesn't really work.
1: Uh, but he's got a bit with uh, Millhouse Van out and the red woman, and he's all like, "Aren't you cold?" And she's like, "Oh, you know, my God keeps me warm. I mean, I'm always warm because I'm just hot." Yeah. <laughs> it's just, damn it, Millhouse Van out. <laughs> like your religion, how do I join?
0: Um, I thought the chat um, at the mountaintop with Davos and Baratheon looked so fake.
1: It did, weirdly enough. Like, for something that was just a green screen backdrop, strangely fakish. I guess they spent all their money on the harpy falling down, but... Yeah. Yeah, weirdly enough, I I agree. It's, like, not awful, but just noticeably a green screen. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and it was also like... Why did I have to come all the way up here to have like a ten second conversation? It's cold as balls. <laughs> it took like ten minutes to scale this wall with our medieval elevator, and the whole way this red woman's making weird passes at me. <laughs> she asked if I was a virgin. That's really an uncomfortable question. <laughs> My John Bumshovey gets more Irish as I go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh dude, Kit Harrington's accent is not consistent. <laughs> I wouldn't worry. Yeah, I know. But still. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's just because the set as well just looks so cheap and like mm. I mean I don't know how you can make like something that snowed in look expensive, yeah. but it did look like it was covered with that fucking fake Christmas tree spray paint. Yeah, shit. that's the
1: problem where you have to cover it in snow. Sometimes shit just ends up looking fake by virtue of that's what it looks like. Yeah, you know? so I give them a vague pass, but I know it did. It felt light, you know, when props in movies just look lighter than they should be, and you're yeah. like, I can kind of tell. And it's not we're only on Blu-ray. It's not like we're on HD like super 4k where you know the movie was never shot with the intention of uh being aired in that definition and therefore props do look fake yeah
0: well i mean i've been complaining about my tv a lot lately yeah. and um noticed it um in the dragon's den itself with just how dark that was and just,
1: just dan brady didn't take <laughs> a bloody light down He's like, oh, i need to go search my dragons would you like a torch no why there are steps. You could fall down them. What are you, fucking stupid? Yeah, yes.
0: But no, I can tell my TV just doesn't have deep blacks because like, it's got that like weird little compression fading on the outside of edges because mm-hmm. it just um, doesn't have the information required to regurgitate into my eyeballs. You know how TVs <laughs> work. Yeah,
1: they regurgitate into your eyeballs. I know exactly how they <laughs> work. Uh, but yeah, Littlefinger and Sansa are watching Robin being bad at fighting.
0: I think this is the first time I've seen her not lit in grey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a blue sky. It's a nice day for Sansa, finally.
1: Yeah, for like a day.
0: Yeah. Then no, she gets sold to the Boltons. Yeah, she's either outside in the grey or like inside and it's like grey but candlelit. It's going
1: to take to like season, maybe season three. I don't know, maybe four. Maybe beginning of four. Yeah. Being a four maybe three when we finally see her in some nice sunshine life is still not going well for her but still you know hey at least the the weather's nice
0: and i don't think i knew that her and cersei had a um history um do they meet again
1: uh yes indeed when was that they do what did Uh, i forget oh what in the wait in our future or in the future the uh, (laughs) the
0: future of the show have i seen it already
1: um I don't think they cross paths again. They know of each other. They make idle threats to each other. I yeah. don't think they actually see each other. So that's interesting.
0: Yeah, right in.
1: Yeah. Oh, don't. We don't check.
0: <laughs> Renegades.
1: Yep. Um. Pod and Brienne have a little back and forth. And I only really like it for, you know, Brienne's trying to push the whole, oh, don't follow me anymore, Podrick. Oh, I don't need mm. anyone. She's got a good line of, you know, what are you? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm your squire. It's like, squires are for knights. I'm not a knight, so you're not a squire. And they're trying trying to send him away, but you can tell they love each other deep down. <laughs> and then the music goes, ba 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 ba. and it's like, oh, and everyone hugs and drinks lemonade.
0: But like you were saying before, though, it's so weirdly intercut with the Sansa mm. scene that it like both scenes ended before I expected them to.
1: Yeah, like this was a very quick. We go from John and Ollie to Littlefinger and Sansa to Pot and Brienne to uh, cousin Lancel. At the funeral, like all within what felt like five minutes, it yeah. was maybe longer than that, but it was a very quick back and back. Uh, sorry, skip between all these scenes and all these characters. Like, just when you kind of got your head around what was going on and got through the introductory discussions of where they are and what they're doing, it was kind of over. Yeah. So that was yeah, well, not bad, but just very rapid and felt odd, especially when it was more yeah again season beginning. You're kind of just catching up on where everyone is. There was no real point to you know Pod and Brienne scene. There yeah. couldn't be cut up and lifted it and put into next season where we have that great uh, chase sequence. It's just... Next episode, rather.
0: I don't know if this episode, yeah, was an isolated incident and justified because, yeah, it's the first episode of the season, but so many of these episodes felt like this episode. It's just mm. fucking plot moving around with no real impact. Yep, yep. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, Daenerys talking about human cockfighting. Yeah. It's fighting. Uh, <laughs> I it,
1: know. It, it's... We have a name for it it's it's fighting, yeah, <laughs> talking about the fighting pits that was the closest we got to cock talk, but no,
0: nope. Nope. Well, no, no well no no actually um when um Iron Fist was uh hanging out, they were like looking at birthmark and you know I'm sure when he was talking about when he was talking about landmarks and stuff, he was pointing to nuts or something it I
1: kept waiting for that, but it either didn't happen or I wasn't paying enough attention, I don't know, but uh. <laughs>
0: Whatever. Unless there's some super deep metaphors going on. I mean,
1: I'm going to have to assume. I mean, Gerr Martin does put in some uh, pretty deep metaphors hidden mm. in, in the books, apparently.
0: But, I mean, speaking of sleeping scenes as well, um, the way that Daenerys looked in that bedroom scene, just, mm. she looked a lot like Fiona Rappel. I can't really put my <laughs> finger on it. It's just, she's never really looked like that before. And, yeah.
1: Just in that one video clip where she's, like, half in bed or something. I might be making that up. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> she's just lying there you get some damn Brady back and some man, more man butt mm. Not a man butt as I said if you're a fan of man butt you found your episode
0: and um, yeah other than that I'm out of notes
1: yeah I mean I did have like there's a bit where uh, Varys walks up to Tyrion and they just call each other by their nicknames and Tyrion's all like ah eunuch spider the master of whispers and he's like oh imp half man Oh, I seem to have more nicknames than you. Ha, 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 That was way in my head. It didn't really happen. But, you know, mm. writing better episodes as we go is kind of our deal. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we do the thing where Varus is all like, no, we need to find a loot- uh, looter. I got stuck between Lord and leader, looter. Mm. Uh, we need to find a leader who's got the right name and will be kind to the people uh-huh. and cruel on the, you know, uh, tyrants and things like that. And It's like, oh, well, good luck finding him. Who said it needed to be a hymn? <laughs> but,
0: uh, you knew what he was going to say from the fucking previous sentence.
1: It should have just ended with
0: girl power. I didn't say anything about dicks.
1: Uh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just mm, not. It's, it's not that it's it's just been done to freaking death.
0: Yeah, it's just like, uh, Terrier, the doctor was a lady. Uh. Uh, 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 why,
1: that's why you didn't get it, because you're a misogynist. No. Mm. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we've done it. Yeah, then we just got Man's Raider, who's got a bit of, you know, ah, fuck my pride, blah, I don't care. But yeah, we mm. kind of already covered that. Um, yeah, my last real note is Tormund Giants Bay, the actor is good at doing sad face. Where, yeah. Uh, Man's Raider was on fire, he, he legitimately, you felt like he was losing someone important to him. So nicely done, guy who plays Tormund.
0: And Gilly as well, that was um, yeah, horrible circumstances, but a nice end And uh, yeah, weird with the... Callous girl and her mom, like, yeah, what's with her reaction? I don't know
1: because the, yeah, um, like Mrs. Baratheon was all like, oh, yeah, someone's burning, delightful. Yeah. Whereas, you know, uh, Suri is all like hiding, obviously, because she's like five, yeah, well, no, four. I don't know, how old is Suri? How old are children? Like, 12, <laughs> I don't know, 11, eight, six, I don't know, whatever, right in, how old are children? Um, <laughs> yeah, but that pretty much puts me out of know So, we must ask our final question. How did we get here?
0: Oh, well, apparently the epic conclusion to season four is called The Children. Oh, ah, um, well, how old are they? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think we're going to see a variety of ages. I don't think, like, last time I checked, I'm pretty sure children is not one age. Mm-hmm. It is a group of several ages. Oh, so, it's so complicated. Yeah, I think we're going to get some real numbers and hard data to work from here. Okay, okay. You know furthering our research
1: I'm gonna say a spell was cast over the land that turned all the characters into toddlers for an episode Oh and it's just super cute and they're all like oh I'm gonna set my puppy on you and the little dog <laughs> little like puppy ghost comes out and, Whoa, <laughs> Whoa, it's freaking cute as hell
0: Winterfell babies <laughs> yep, that's what I'm going for sweet
1: alright well until that time I've been BT Calloway that's been Elliot J O'Neill uh,
0: happy fucking season 4 finale Second
1: season 5 finale
0: Uh, season 5 of Game of uh, of Thrones
1: I uh, I think I did this last time
0: yeah (laughs) so we'll we'll see you next season our season 5 to watch season 4 of Game of
1: Thrones (laughs) I'm still confused but until then I've screwed that up again how many times am I going to get that wrong (laughs) for now our watch is ended by (laughs) I blame the whiskey